We are back. We are back. Like, I don't even know. <laughs> like, this is our 40th time leaving and coming you know, back. <laughs> I mean, the podcast was the most hiatus. I mean, and then we don't tell y'all either. So sorry. <laughs> sorry, guys. What an unfortunate event. Unfortunate, though. Event. I mean, period. What was the last? Hold on. Let me go back and look. Our last podcast, you guys, was March 21st, 2020. Well, that's when stuff just started. I mean, that really is around time. I mean, life started getting hard. Corona was 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 in I the streets. Mean, she came and showed her behind. Like, it just went way harder than what I had ever anticipated. Too hard. Too hard. I mean, great... Granted, this is my first pandemic, so I mean, they like I, you know, lived through like polio and like the flu and stuff like that. But like, you know, the crazy thing is, we're gonna be those people when people ask like, "Oh, I'm the older like generation, 90. like, you know, how was it living through polio and like, you know, like, what was it? What was it, the measles and the mumps? Mm-hmm. Like, they'll be like, oh, well, you had to do this and you had to have braces. I had braces on my ankle and all this us." COVID-19. COVID-19. It is so crazy because of just the the impact of it, like the horrible impact of it. And I think it just gets more and more real once you like know people who like yeah. passed away from it or like yeah. been impacted by it and stuff like that. Like it literally hit a thousand times harder than what I had totally expected. Had ever anticipated. I thought it would be something like, okay, well, everybody just sit in the house for two weeks. Like, life will be back to normal. Facts. But, yeah, no. What is normal? Nothing is normal in 2020. <laughs> it's literally the most yeah. abnormal year. It is like, I don't know, I feel like 2020 is one of them years. It wasn't supposed to be like this. Yeah. Like, I think about it, and I think what made me realize it wasn't supposed to be like this was when I would get emails from like airlines saying, "Oh, we had to cancel your flight," or conferences being like, mm-hmm. "Just a reminder, we're not doing this this year." And no. you like, yo, like I had planned to be here at this time. I had planned to be here at this time. Like, and I think also like just simple things that you can't do no more. Like, mm-hmm. it's abnormal to hug somebody. Like, you be nervous. Like, do I have the COVID because I hugged my mother? No, what? No. It hits deep, but on to more brighter things. Come on, anyway, <laughs> period. COVID will just exhaust the whole, the whole body. Big facts. Well, anyway, like I said, we're back. Welcome back to Charity with Brie and Chi. Uh-huh. I'm Chi. And I am Brie. And we're so happy to have you guys we here. Are. I know you guys. I know you guys are probably like they so trash. They want to come back now. No, Where y'all been this entire time? Listen, we're back. That's all that matters. Let's let's enjoy that. Enjoy it. You know, <laughs> take it in. I mean, because we might not be back next week. But just know, enjoy this one. Listen slowly. Because... You know, take it in. You know, be like, oh, cheese West sounds more mature. Weak. Y'all probably looking like y'all acting like y'all doing us a favor by like. Facts. Being on this podcast, girl, we were doing you a favor by listening. Yeah. So we do thank you. <laughs> we do, we do thank you guys for tuning in. And also, let me highlight this: I thank everybody who's been listening to the bonus party that we 
dropped back in March. Um, because that is one of our like highest listened podcasts. The one about the coronavirus, love is blind, and gang detergent. So if you mm-hmm. freaked with that or fooled with that, as you would like to say, mm-hmm. we appreciate you guys. Thank you guys for listening. Mm-hmm. Listens have gone up. Mm-hmm. In a lot of different places. And mm-hmm. I'm kind of shook that y'all were listening to us. Especially because we are not consistent. Mm-hmm. And also has to do with me. But you're not digress. No. <laughs> no. But we aren't as consistent. But you guys still fool with us. And we appreciate that mm-hmm. a lot. A whole bunch. A, a whole, lot. whole bunch. Like a lot. And so. Anyway we're not going to keep you guys too long. But we're going to get into the potty. If you guys look at the. Come on, give me, give it to me one more time, please. <laughs> give it a Jamaican horn again, Brie. Come on, <laughs> come on, clear, clear throat. Do it one more time for the. Period. So, if you looked at the title, you know exactly what we are talking about today, Brie. What are we talking about today? Buried at first sight, sight, sight. Mm. sight, sight. Come on, echo with that me. Buried at first sight. If you don't watch it. It is a Lifetime original show that documents the experiences of couples who have been brought together by experts, um, which is basically a modern day arranged marriage. And so these couples have eight weeks. Oh, I feel like I'm on the Come on, the here, tell, me, tell me about the show. <laughs> so these couples have eight weeks to basically determine whether they want to stay together or if they want to divorce and so nothing is play play it's not a not signing fake certificates or whatever like this is a real marriage real they meet each other at the altar at the altar they answer a series of questions go through a series of interviews and then they're paired together to people who the experts think would make a great match now, many of them have fallen by the wayside. I child, mean, but there are a few who have managed to waver the test of time and to stay together and do all of that amazing stuff. So, this is just a big juicy topic. So, which is why we just literally come on. And this is a show Bree is actually watching. I do that. I watched. So it's not old episodes of the Parkers and. Um, Gordon Ramsay and <laughs> you watch Gordon Ramsay. I love Gordon. Ramsay. Do you really? Hell's Kitchen. I love Hell's Kitchen. I love Kitchen Nightmare. Kitchen Nightmare is like my junk. I did not know you fool with Gordon Ramsay I'm like that. Gordon Ramsay. Do you watch nice Gordon Ramsay like Master Ch- Master no, Chef? I do not like when he was talking nice to them kids. Like you're the worst. <laughs> I like it because it's like oh he's so sweet, but that man could legit be a comedian. Like. <laughs> Gordon Ramsay, it'd be so funny. Like, when he be going off on people, it'd be so funny. But you can tell, like, I don't want to make an excuse and say that it's just an industry thing. Like, chefs just kind of talk that way. But you can see his compassion as he, like, deals with different people. Because, like, people, restaurants be going under the water. And, like, they be starting to cry and stuff like that. And he'd be like, oh, no, like, no. Like, don't cry and stuff like that. Like, he's very compassionate mm. if you read between the lines. I'm not reading between lines. But he's going to give you the jokes for days. Like, he's just so funny. He's the type that, what is it, when the, when the food be raw, he'll be like, look at this. And he'll slam it across their face talking about, so look at this. This food is raw. It's, 
You like it's effing wrong. That's period. That's exactly how he be. Like, Ooh, honey, are you trying to kill people? You know, but he has taught me a lot. A lot of the people who have um, made mistakes in restaurants, I started to see that pattern with people mm-hmm. now. Like a lot of people who's who really don't have the capabilities to run restaurants are people mm-hmm. who don't have the back knowledge. So they'll be like, "Well, yeah, like." I be cooking at home and stuff like that, and like I just thought it would be a great idea to. And he just be like, like no, like, <laughs> like it's actually stuff that sort of goes into it. Mm-hmm. And he just be teaching you a lot. Like sometimes if I go to, to a restaurant and like my plate plate is like hot hot, mm-hmm. y'all put this in the microwave. Like don't don't be trying to fool me. The plate plate shouldn't be hot hot. Like your overall plate, just to see like what people do. I think that's another reason why I really like it. Just to see what people do behind the scenes. Like, really? I didn't know you that. You cook it Monday, it's Friday, and you put it in the in the pan, pop it in the microwave, put some little parsley on top, and, and be like, feed it to me. Why is the plate piping hot? That's crazy because you know I be. <laughs> oh my gosh. My life is about to be it's changed. All a lie. So it's not magic walk because if anybody knows me, y'all no know way. I fool with magic walk so heavy. If you are ever in Birmingham, Alabama, and you need a good quality Chinese spot, please go to Magic Walk in downtown Birmingham. You will not be disappointed. Um, ask ask for Miranda and tell her she sent you. Come yes. On. Anyway, they don't be my name. They know my family. All that, but. When I be going to habaneros, any habaneros that I go to, it's always any Mexican restaurant I go to, they always be like hot plates. And it don't be the fajitas. So I be knowing. Like I get one meal and it's always dinner compilation, comp, a combination E. And it's like the chicken quesadilla fajita, the chili reneo, and the flota. And literally, they always come out with the thing and they be the hot plate. Unless something has been like fried and it's like coming straight out the skillet or something like that. Like even food, by the time it get out the pan, plated mm-hmm. to the server to me, it shouldn't still be like stupid piping, piping hot. Mm-hmm. Unless it's like fajitas or something that's but like maybe still. They, they still, and I would say this, like the food, you can know how, you know when the taco's been sitting there for a while because the, the thing mm-hmm. gets soggy. It don't ever be soggy. Mm-hmm. Like the chili Renee will be a little off. But it's just, you know, outside of that, the floats will be, like, hot and, like, crispy. Mm-hmm. So, maybe it's just, they maybe they heat their plates up. Nah, in that microwave. I don't know about habanero. Every time I go, it be straight. Yeah. But just, like, the background stuff that you see a lot of people do. Like, he was at this soul food restaurant. It was a barbecue place. hmm They was literally heating up the wings. But they were smoking the meat every day. But using wings from the previous day. Like, why? And he was like, why won't you just use, use the, the wings, wings of today? Like, he just didn't get it. That didn't make any sense. That's lowering your quality. If you're going to make food today. And he was, the wings that were fresh, he was like, these are very good wings. Like, I don't understand. Just to see, like, what people be doing, like, in the background and stuff. Maybe to save money. Because, you know, like, I mean, if you're throwing out 80, wings are expensive. And that's true. You're saving money, but your restaurant is failing. So, you're losing money. Yeah, So, either you're going to beef it up in the back, or you're just going to hand them keys over. Back to the bank. We gonna beef it up in the back, you know. So you was the fresh wings, but it's yeah. just really cool. To, we just went on a whole tangent about Gordon Ramsay. Sorry, guys. It's okay. But Sorry. Yeah. 
Yeah. But no, I really need to know that because sometimes I be trying, I really want to start going to new restaurants. Mm-hmm. But I, I see if my place is hot, but my food is lukewarm. What is the problem? It'd be so crazy. Like some stuff, some food will come back and he'll be like, like ask them if, if this was frozen. Like, is this fresh or frozen? Like just the way that he be like knowing stuff off bad, based off taste and mm-hmm. stuff. And it just makes me just sort of like tune mine. Mm-hmm. Like, dang, was this frozen? It's Everything so at Applebee's is frozen. I I'm mean, convinced. like they peeled it off and put it in a microwave like the TV dinner. Applebee's <laughs> chilies. I mean, I literally cannot stand Applebee's. I will never go eat there again. Applebee's, Applebee's is terrible. In a minute. Applebee's, Applebee's I feel like is a great social spot. Like I don't necessarily go for the food. Like I'll eat it, of course, but I'm mm-hmm. not like, oh my god, I just gotta have the Applebee's appetizers but it's like y'all want to go to Applebee's <laughs> it might be that but even then I'm like can we not like go to Logan's or can I get a roll like okay, Logan's yeah the rolls be good I mean I don't even like Logan's food but I would eat bread all day at that place the rolls good and the burger is good like but we we really going to Applebee's today yeah let's just go to sticks and I'll order rice like we could just but you don't want to hear the rumors about sticks Hey, people said sticks is kind of nasty too. <laughs> what else? But it's okay. It's not because my food isn't nasty. I don't care. As long as y'all cook it in front of me, that's why I don't eat. I don't eat on the restaurant side of sticks. I don't trust anything on the restaurant side. Mm-hmm. I need to know you killed this food in front of me. The only reason why I don't eat on the restaurant side of sticks is because the portions are like way smaller. And it don't taste the same. It doesn't. And I like my rice sort of like a little bit hard and. I just feel like I don't really. I want to see my rice dance. You know, <laughs> dance on this dress. Just to open, make it real for me. Like I want to see. Period. And pull out the sushi too. Come on. But make it clean. Come on. Okay, okay, okay. Wait, wait, back to what we're saying. Back to um. I what were we talking about? Myself. <laughs> back to Married at First Sight. So yes, Married at First Sight, great show. Um, I encourage everybody to watch it, even if you don't. It's because I don't necessarily like. I'm like, oh my god, I would love to do that. But it's just so interesting to see and to watch. And so, yeah. If I'm 30 plus, I would love to do it. <laughs> but it's yeah. funny because, like, I think the youngest person on there is Miles. Mm-hmm. And he's, like, 26. He is. So, so my- that's interesting. Girl. Yeah. Okay, so first question. Bri, I have it for you. Okay. Okay, we got to tell them who the couples are. Oh, yeah, so, yeah, yeah. Karen and Miles. Okay, so yes, you have Karen and Miles. Christina um, and Henry. Henry. Amelia and Bennett. Yes. Brett and... Olivia. Olivia. And then... And Woody. Um, Woody and Amani. Woodrow. Woodrow. I mean, what? that is the most African-American name. Yeah. Period. So, I, 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 I don't know. I'm really excited about this show. Very. I love this show a lot. I do. I've been watching it for a long time uh-huh. with my daddy. But my dad don't watch. He fell off. I asked him the other day. I was like, daddy, did you watch the show? He was like, ah. Me, I don't watch. Come on. Papa Orange said, listen. My dad is not with the show no more. But when we, he was, he put me on. i never forget when we first watched it together. Mm-hmm. But I've loved it ever since. Yeah. Some seasons are trash. Yeah. Some, some are seasons. better. Last season, I couldn't tell you what happened. After the first episode, I already knew how it was going to go off. Oh, really? Like with Brandon. Me, Aaliyah, and Jadalyn were watching it in here. And I was like, mm-hmm, Y'all said that? 
do you know i was like something is not right with him. i was literally like mm. i just did not know what it was i was like something is not sitting well in my soul with this like it was it was something about him like it was just like either it's taylor's too good to be true or brandon is a psychopath but no, no, no. It's not Brandon. Brandon is a psychopath. It was Mike. I felt that way about Mike. The one that was married to... The one to, that lied. The one that lied. He is a sociopath. Oh. I really do hardcore believe that. Because the way... What's her name? What was it? Malika? Something. Y'all, I didn't watch last season. It was boring. Yeah. Like, it was so bad. Like, I and literally... Then I didn't get... Because... Brandon, like you signed up for a show that's literally gonna film your every step. Thank you. And then he had an issue with being filmed. Thank you. And I was just like, okay, I mean, that's what I'm saying. Like you signed up for a show where you knew that you were gonna be filmed all the doggone time, and then you want to act like it's a problem yeah. now. Like I just didn't. I never understood that. I didn't like, appreciate it. I just his name was Michael, but yeah, right. I just did not understand that Michael was lying, and I could tell because Mika used to just say stuff with so much conviction in her soul. She'd be like, "You literally told me this this time at this day, da 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 da," and now you're saying that you're lying. So this is why we can't have a marriage because you lie, you lie, you lie, you lie. And I was just like, "Ah, this man is lying." Mm-hmm. And the fact that he can look you dead in your face and with no emotion, yeah, he shows no emotion. He yeah. eats breakfast. I was like, "Fam, off of that breakfast alone," I said, "Ooh." I can't, because I don't eat the breakfast. You know, but yeah, this this is one of the better seasons so far, and it's only been like three episodes. This is going, this is up there. This is up there with the Iris and Keith mm-hmm, season, because mm-hmm. you know, child, I love me some. I love me some Keith, child. Keith is so fun. He did my good dirty. Though, he did, man. I can't, I can't get off of that. Keith was fine though. Keith I appreciate, was so fine. I appreciated uh, Keith, and I appreciated what was it, Matt? Even though Matt was out here cheating on Amber. Oh yeah, Matt was fine. Matt was fine. I liked his voice. I liked his face. He was just really fine and tall. It was the teeth that kind of threw me. <laughs> Matt is cute, but it was the teeth, and I could see that he was balding. Really, all the way up there, ma'am. Oh, I, I look so. I like when I they would do the sit downs. It look cute with a bald head. He would have to come out with the beard, beard, and them tattoos would have to come up a little higher on the. Listen, Mike, if you're still out there, I may be young. Man, because Matt was out here really. <sighs> Matt was just something. He but was. I was just like, fam, your family's not here. I knew something over his parents wasn't at the thing. I said, yeah, that was that was a mess. But anyway, okay. we digress. Okay, so back <laughs> we introduced the couples. Okay, so what was the first question? So the first question, Bree. How are you? Okay, you already said how you felt about the season. You feel like it's gonna be good, mm-hmm, right? Mm-hmm. So, as of right now, like, what do you think of like who's your favorite couple? Okay, so I think that my favorite couple, of course, is Miles and Karen. Really? And I think that they're my favorite couple because they are like the most relatable mm-hmm. to me. So I love, but I love money. I think she's like my favorite person. Mm-hmm. Because I'm like, a money seems like me. I seem like a money. So she's my favorite person. But I think Miles and Karen is my favorite couple. Because, like, I can realistically see this, like, working out if they mm-hmm. want to continue to move forward or whatever. But I can also see um, Bennett and Amelia working out, too. Mm-hmm. Like, I can see that prospering because they just seem like they just sort of mesh. 
but it's some stuff that sort of just threw me off a little bit with them like Bennett was okay so if you haven't watched it's a lot of spoilers. spoilers it's a lot of spoilers that's gonna go down yes so Bennett was basically saying how having children he believes that it's immoral because he was saying that it's already a lot of children in the world that's like hungry and that's in foster care and that needs adoption adopting and stuff like that so he's he has this moral complex that's basically saying why would we bring children into the world when there's already children in the world that we could like get mm-hmm. but um amelia seems like she wants to like i guess naturally bring kids into the world because she was even talking in the interview like she was like i would love a stay-at-home dad she's a doctor bcw and she was like i would love a stay- <laughs> I would love a stay-at-home dad, somebody who can, like, stay with the kids or whatever. And, I mean, Bennett ain't got no job for real child. Bennett is, like, a trying to get into acting, and he do music, and he do just a whole bunch of stuff. So, he is a stay-at-home dad material. But, yeah, I just feel like that part could clash, but that's a big part to clash. That's not like a, do you want to sleep on the left or the right side of the bed? Like, that's, yeah. do you want to have kids or don't? And then Amelia is about to go into residency. So there's options. There's a possibility that she could move to another state mm-hmm. outside of New Orleans where the show is held this season. So that kind of concerns me. But I feel like Miles and Karen so far don't have any, like, they may have differences, mm-hmm. but I don't see nothing so far that can literally, like, just. It's over. Yeah. yeah. So. The, that's my favorite couple, but Amani is my favorite, like, person. I just feel like her vibe is just, like, cool, calm, collected. <laughs> like, you ain't finna talk to me crazy, but if I need to turn up, then... Period! Then let's get it. She just seems, like, fun, good times. Like, she knows what she wants, straight to the point, straight to the money. And I like it. So, she's my favorite person, but Miles and Karen is my favorite couple. What about you? Oh, Auntie, please. No, but I, I, I agree. I think, like, a money reminds me of you. Like, uh-huh. she's very, like, I mean, if he want to do that, we can do it, but, but... I'm going to tell him if I think it's dumb. Yeah. Like, she's really, like, I can tell she likes to have a good time, whether it's by herself or with the group of people. You know? You know? And that is free. You know? <laughs> even when, so, spoiler... One part, um, when they were meeting the family, his mom or grandma or someone was like, well, he has a temper, basically. And, like, they didn't see the devil come out of him and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And she was looking like... But grandma shot that down, though. Grandma was like... Uh-uh. But the mom was like, this is my child. Like, how you gonna tell me? <laughs> grandma was like, that ain't Woodrow. That ain't Woodrow. And she was like, well, it must be Woody, honey. Because <laughs> Woody be turning up. But um, money was looking like... Oh, it ain't be no devil, honey. Like, I'll leave before I leave. <laughs> and I was like, oh, honey, I feel you on that. Like, it ain't even finna be no voice raising. Like, I'm not even about to mm-hmm. even, like, have anxiousness about that very statement. Because I'm finna let you know right off the top. Like, mm-hmm. no. Like, that's not finna be. Like, I'll... What are the voice papers at, honey? It's been, no! We've been there for 16 hours. But where is these papers so I can sign them? So... She just reminds me a lot of, like, she just seems like no nonsense. Mm-hmm. Like, we can have fun, have a good time, whoop the whoop, swoop the swoop, but no nonsense at all. So, if somebody, so if you were married to a dude and he was yelling at you, what would you do? Uh-huh. 
I don't do well. Like, I will shut down. And I mean, like, if necessary, I can go there. But it literally drains, like, all of my energy. Like, it will deplete me. Mm-hmm. Now, you're not going to talk to me crazy. So, the tone may stay, like, the same. <laughs> but you're going to get what I what, what needs to be said. No! The tone may just sort of stay. We said, try Jesus. You know, not me. Not me. So yeah, I couldn't. I couldn't deal. I don't do well because I'm not a yeller. Like if I don't yell at you, why would I want you to yell at me? That's mm-hmm. crazy. And I'm not a child. I ain't your child. Better go find you somebody to play with. So <laughs> that's that on. That's that's on that. So yeah, those are my two cents. Come on, two. Give me a little two. Okay, so I fool. Okay, so you know, I I am like Wale. I root for everybody black. Mm-hmm. It's just, you can call me a racist. It is what it is. Come but on. I just do. I just root for everybody black in this show first. Mm-hmm. But then I always grow to love somebody, you know, that mm-hmm. may not, you know, share my skin tone. Mm-hmm. My favorite couple has to be Woody and Imani because they're a couple. Mm-hmm. Miles is carrying the Miles and Karen couple. <laughs> The only reason why I fool with Miles and Karen is because of Miles. Like, <laughs> the girls are knocking down the door for Brother Miles. Period. Like, I don't know if this is just like honeymoon phase or what's the tea with that, but the girls want Brother Miles and I am girls and girls is me. <laughs> Like, he just does, he just seems like the guy that does everything right. Right! Even in being wrong, he just seems like, at least I'll try to move towards the mark of doing something, like, remotely right. And I feel like his intentions are always so pure. So, it's like, even if he does something dumb, he's like, I can't even be mad at you. Because I feel like you probably were thinking, like, oh, she probably would like this. Exactly. So, he just seems, and he was one of the only people on the show that was undoubtedly ready to be married yeah. or express that he was ready to be interest married and in being married like it wasn't no sugarcoating it was like maybe a little bit of like oh well, dang like i'm getting kind of nervous or whatever yeah but it was no second guess as to whether he wanted to be married or not because she even asked him she was like were you nervous about this he was like nah not for real and i'm just like you know, I was like, child, where they at though? Sir, I was like, because your wife was having a panic attack. I mean, me. brother. Yeah. It almost happened. Like, Karen, never would have made it. Come on. She that she walked down. <laughs> <laughs> and then you throw the bounce bits because they in New Orleans. Because all in New Orleans. Never. We're going to give y'all a little bounce. Come on. That should have been the song that they played. So, like, I literally. Okay, so first, I was messaging E-Man through this. Mm-hmm. And so. Okay, this is moving off topic. My favorite couple is Amani and Woody, but we gonna get into more stuff, y'all. But when they start, when they showed that episode, they showed that as like the primary like sneak peek to the mm. show. I was like, oh, we finna be into some mm. stuff. But then I was like, somebody on Married at First's HR team had to have lost their job because of this. For Karen to figure out who her husband was Before prior to the wedding, that defeats the whole preface of the show. He did. And she's like, I know who he is. I went on his social media. I went on his Instagram. And to be honest, yeah. 
I think it's that, just not my but type. maybe it wasn't as bad as it seems. But that's the reason why they don't like show people. Mm-hmm. Like for that very reason, so you want to try to back out of it. It's the reason why it's a secret until, mm-hmm. you know, like until marriage. Yeah. But then the, this it's in the name though. What oh like married at first sight? Yeah, because if I see you on social media, it's not at first sight, fam. Is it? Social media is a resume. It's a relationship resume. But resume versus interview, like those are two different. Two this different is still. This is true, but I feel like it's getting to a point now. Your social media is a direct deflection of what the person is expecting when they meet you. Is it? And I don't like that. That is sad. But that's the reason. Because my social media. Because please don't look at mine and be like, this is the girl. <laughs> she's a, she's not- a keeper. Because let me tell you something. I am a fraud. Period. Fraud it depends me. on what page y'all on. Mm. Well, fraudulent, nevertheless. Definitely <laughs> fraudulent. So, yeah. Yeah, that was, that was interesting. Mm-hmm. But luckily, they talked her to to keep going and to like finish the process or whatever. But yeah, that was that was interesting. But maybe it wasn't as bad as we think. You think maybe so? Maybe they edited to make it more dramatic because I think the producers so. be capping. They do be capping. I didn't know that until I watched the Iris interview and she just kind of like did some. Oh yeah, what mm-hmm. you see versus what you didn't see. So if y'all didn't see that, then go to Kim on stage. The Love Hour. The Love Hour podcast. I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. And she does like a full in depth analysis of like her relationship on the show. I think that was like season nine. Yeah, that's the one that's on Netflix, y'all. Yeah, so go watch that, and then you can kind of see like how produced to be like trying to play stuff or like amp it up. Yeah, but maybe it was an instance of them like amping it up a little bit. But they, amp- I feel like they do be amping it up because after I watched the, what you like told me about to mm-hmm. watch that. Like the way I see how they make the show now, I'm just like, oh, they're amping, they're amping up. it up. Yeah. Because when I was just talking about, okay, y'all see, everybody else had a job description. Mine was the 28, what was the 30, 28 year old, 27 year old virgin. Yeah. And then she talked about like during the secret thing, like she talked about her secret and, um, they really capped so much on her secret because it was, I guess, immature or whatever the case mm-hmm. may be. But, like, nobody even ever heard Keith's secret. Like, to so this like, day, like, I'm, I'm waiting like, on Keith. Oh, dang. Like, you're right. Like, so just to know that, like, producers be, like, capping Amping some parts of it up. Maybe like, that's like, why Brandon had an attitude in season 10. Because he knew that the producers was going to be capping. Probably. But, sir, this is not the platform. <laughs> like, you know <laughs> you're The, cre- the checks will have not cleared. They going to spin it. One way or the other. Yeah. So you might as well give them a good something to spin. So now yeah. they made you look like a serial killer. They literally got that man looking crazy. Yeah. So like, had you just participated, it would have been like... Yeah. You know, like straight. But now you look crazy. You look crazy. Like you literally look like a sociopath. Like, I mean, like television. you are standing in somebody's backyard with all black on and a knife in your hand. Like you literally look like Freddy Krueger because you was acting crazy during the filming process. Like the producer's going to flip it. Either they can make a story out of it to, anyway. Let me tell you something. You could trip down the stairs. The producers will be like, you broke your I back. Mean, you can you fractured keep for 30 seconds long. And they'll be like, well, y'all know Brandon got a, a urinary, urinary track infection. Just the whole man. And yeah. they'll be like, like they're going to spin it. They will spin it. Another, so. But yeah. But yeah. Okay. So with, okay, so with them, I personally feel like the wedding. I, I think my favorite part so far has been the wedding. But I, I think, feel like they went down on the budget for the weddings this year. I mean, are we getting married in the hotel cafeteria? <laughs> <laughs> no, 
more places than that. I was in there too. I literally was like, did like, they all carpeted? <laughs> y'all listen, Brie, Brie, why were we both in our? We were in the same room watching the same show. Cause I said, so y'all didn't think about making this fake tile. Like we didn't think about doing more draping. Y'all literally threw some chairs. Like somebody was literally having a conference in the background. So I like yes. it looked like they were just like we fit y'all pull up to the days and we just gonna go in here real quick and get married and get married. I literally was like, y'all did pipe and drape for a little altar, had a pastor and some chairs. That was it. That was it. But compared to, so we not just being bougie, but compared to other weddings, other weddings like this one was a little. Long and my thing was Iris and Keith's wedding was really nice. Granted, it was outdoors, so you had a lot of the garden mm-hmm. to compensate, but their layout was, it was nice. Really nice. Everybody's that I can remember, even last season is. Horrible as the parents of the couples Yeah, were. the couples were trash. The wedding was still like really, really nice. Really nice. Like the location. Mm-hmm. But this one, I so honey. <laughs> now, is- I know the one who's got one place to <laughs> I was like, y'all didn't think about getting married on a pier. I mean. Y'all didn't think about doing this on a ferry boat. Y'all didn't think about doing this like... I know y'all had more places yeah. to do this. In New Orleans? And y'all said, we gonna take the days in. And then I think they all got married on the same day. Yeah, it looked like they all got married on the same day at the same, same hotel. Time. But they all just went into different rooms. Like, all right, y'all, we finna go into this oh, yeah. little conference and, room A. Y'all going conference room B. Bree. Bree. And even if you peek this at the end, when Miles and Karen, they did their final. The way they just walked. Bree. The way they just walked into the hotel lobby room, I said, wait. The only one that looked decent coming out was Woody and, um... Thanks! And, um, honey. But, yeah, I was like, oh, honey, they really cut the budget for the wedding this season. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah. I was just like, mm, I don't know about this one. You know? But, I digress. Yeah. I think the anxiety of the wedding. Okay, so, how do you feel about a million and Bennett? I like them for each other. Okay. I think that they are both unique individuals. So, sis came down the aisle with a bird's nest on her head. <laughs> literally, like, not jokingly. Like, it's the nest for me. Like, she literally had, like, a bird's nest on her head. Like, that was a part of her. Like, she's one of, like, those, like, earthy. I go with the flow, but I'm also, like, a medical doctor. It's the doctor for me. You know? <laughs> like, so, I was like, okay. But, um, I feel like them they work for each other so mm-hmm. if they like it then i'll live it child okay mm-hmm. omani and woody we already talked about that one yeah i just woody keep the devil <laughs> in the piss of hell so from whence he came now don't be bringing him about you like your mama or your grandma whoever said that i don't know I, I feel like there's more to woody but then woody said he go to therapy so i appreciate you know I appreciate it. And then black mamas just be bringing up stuff from the past. Like, bro, like, I was, was 10. Like, I was literally 18. Like, and I'm 30 now. Like, bro, bro. You know, you know, he got a little urination problem. I was you four. Know, like, I, what you mean? Sis, bro. So, I don't know. I've got my eyes on Witty and on Money. I like them, though. Like, mm-hmm. I feel like it's relatable. I feel like it's a cousin that my cousins that got married. So, I'm like, yeah. rooting for them. And hopefully they'll make it to the end. I have had people that aren't Team Woody. Really? Oh, like I've had people that's like, Mm-mm. Why like Woody is like a, uh, like he basically playing game or like trying to run game or whatever. 
I love Woody. So we'll see. <laughs> we'll see. I'm rooting for Woody. I got a soft spot for Woody. And I think the reason why is because I feel like they, they doubted Woody in this process. Yeah. Because, you know, I feel like cause when they did the thing with the friends and the friends was like, they were telling them, I was like, you ready for marriage. You not. You not. Like but That also says a lot. Yeah. Like, based off my character, my friend group for, like, three, no, sis. Mm-mm. But for me, it might be different. You think? He said he go to therapy. But if y'all boys tell you that you're not ready. It was a girl, though. I'm going to fight for it. It was a girl. It was, I think it was. Which makes it even worse. A woman is telling you that you do not need to be it in don't a matter. committed relationship. <laughs> it don't matter, though. The right one. This is how they be. The right woman will change you. Oh, God. No. <laughs> Toxicity. But I feel like, I don't know. I just really, I'm pulling for Woody. I feel like Woody's going to make mistakes. I expect that. Yeah. I expect Woody to do some dumb stuff in this show. Yeah. But I, what I don't, what I do expect is that I feel like they really are going to make it. Like, I really feel mm-hmm. like they're yin and yang. I do too. Now, had Woody got somebody like Karen, oh, we can wrap this show up. Oh, yeah, yeah. Might it's going to be a divorce. Cut the cameras. But because yeah. Karen's not having it. She's not having it all. But I'm definitely rooting for money and Woody. Like, I want to see them win. I want to see them go. I want to mm-hmm. see them prosper. But the people are stacking the odds against them. But I'm here for it, like, all day and all night. So, I'm team Woody, team my money. And team Miles and team Karen. <laughs> so, basically, I'm, like, rooting for everybody black. Basically. <laughs> Okay, so which couple do you think is least likely to make it? Like, who could have met them at the altar in a black dress? Child. Because the marriage is Because the marriage is dead. <laughs> the marriage is dead and gone. It's Christina and Henry. Christina and Henry, that I named them the awkward couple. The producers are so cringe. Cringy couple, the awkward couple, the uh couple, why are we here couple? Like, I'm trying to see, is it producing or is it? It's production. It's Christina. It's Christina. It's Christina. It's the production and Christina. I don't know what it is about. I don't know if she made production pissed off during this process, but they literally were on assignment <laughs> assignment to make her look crazy like they are doing a phenomenal job i don't every time i watch maybe this, she do have like little bridezilla moments because you remember when she was taking that picture and she, oh, was, she was like, like and they were like something but she was like i'm not i'm not moving from this spot so y'all are gonna yes. have to like get out of there and then when she was in her, if you peep game before, like the, before that moment, when she was doing her confessionals when mm-hmm. they get him along, she was like, I'm just ready to be married. Like, I'm just, I'm just ready yeah. to be him. And like, like she was over confessionals. I think I'm she like, may struggle with like a lot of like anxiousness she and anxiety, she anxiety and stuff like that, which is completely understandable. If nobody gets struggling with anxiety, <laughs> your girl gets it. Hearing. But I think hearing is just so, like, I don't know if that's what the experts thought would, like, bring them together. Like, one yeah. person is just, like, super anxious. And we all, when I say hearing is cool, so chill. Like, he talks sort of slower. And I don't know if it's the HR recruiter in him, like, filtering. Because we have, like, this filter thing in our brain that's, like, Okay, well, let me see if this makes sense or this makes sense before I just, like, start blurring stuff out mm-hmm. so that I can be compliant and whatnot. 
he talks like very slow and calculated and you can tell like all of his yeah. t's are crossed Crossed. and all of his eyes are dotted and she's just sort of like okay Majorai said hello (laughs) y'all and she is sort of like or Tornado flew around my room before you came like she's just sort of like yeah all over the place she she forgot her name that's what took me when she said Luke yeah, I she called him. a man Luke. I said, who is Luke? And I'm not talking about Uncle Luke, so. Period. She she was just sort of like on one. She was. And I just didn't know. She was just so aggressive. Like, I just, she was so aggressive. She was very aggressive. She was so aggressive. Like, it was just, Christina just, I don't know. I think she pissed somebody off in production. Yeah. And they said, we are fin to make her look like yeah. Brandon this season. And they literally did that. They're like, doing such a good job. She was, she was, um. The way that she's portrayed in the film, I'm not going to say that she is because I don't know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But the way that she's portrayed in this television series is as a person that's a lot to handle. She's too much. So. Yeah. But I think like, okay, I have my fingers crossed that they will work out, but it don't look like it from what I see this far. Mm-hmm. And I say that because I feel like Henry does need somebody mm-hmm. who is more exuberant that can pull something out out of him i mean obviously i feel like he has something that's deep within him because he's a patriots fan yeah and so i'm just like but but then again i mean you gotta be a special kind of person to be a patriots fan but i digress that's neither here nor there but he's not even like the the, he doesn't the way that he's been shown on the show is he's not even the type of person that has stuff to like bring out of yeah. it yeah but it's like somebody may have to like deposit stuff in there like she was like oh this is your first time like flying internationally or, like going yeah out of the country and stuff like that and he was like yeah 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 it is. it is and he was just realizing it i think there's i think she's gonna bring depth to him if she don't do nothing else she gonna bring some she, depth she's gonna give him a lot of experience i don't yeah. know if he'll be traumatized by it or if he'll appreciate it but <laughs> You know, Either or. we'll see. It'll be there. Yeah. But I think that's the one couple that I'm just like, yeah, this is not going to work out. But this year, I don't know what the expert. Okay. Cap. I personally don't know what they are about to do with Brett and. Not Brett, mm-hmm. not Brett, not Brett. Well, Brett. Yeah. What's his wife's name? Child, I forgot. I forgot. Olivia. Olivia. Mm-hmm. I don't. I personally do not care for Brett. I don't like Rick. I don't care for him. And I think it was the, the bachelor party that that got me. Because when he was trying to talk to somebody, I'm like, sir, maybe you was high off the henny. Literally. I don't know. That's crazy. The night before his wedding, they were all having like this corporate bachelor party or whatever. And he was talking to another cast member's friend. He was talking to Henry's friend. Yeah. Like trying to push up on her and like flirt with her and stuff. Literally the night before your wedding. And it's like... Hey. If I just don't get it. So Brett is a lot and then I feel like it's gonna be interesting to see her if she is still practicing like the faith or whatever, Christianity, mm-hmm. to see her mesh with Him. somebody who um says that they're agnostic and that they don't sort of like believe in Christ. Not believe in Christ, but they don't practice it. They, but they practice not the believe morals. in the organized religion. Yes. Yeah, so he said like the morals are great. It's a great way to live life, but I don't really do like the that's why, that's why he liked this, because he don't have the Lord. You know, I had a text Jay and I said, oh, honey, he don't have the Lord, and that's why he's tripping. <laughs> but, um, yeah, so that part is going to be interesting, because her daddy was like, 
are you prepared for Jehovah's return? Like, he was <gasps> not, like, that was, like, the first question he asked, like, right off the bat. So, and he was like, so what are we doing on this faith? But you never know. Like, Olivia seems like a really sweet person. She has a very sweet spirit. But sweet in the sense of, like, I'll just sort of accept anything because I'm so sweet. And I'll just learn to deal with it sweet. Or, like, these are my standards. It is what it is. And I'm still nice at the end of the day. But I think Brett could probably, you know, I'd be trying to benefit of the doubt here, Pex. I think Brett, give Brett some time. Brett might raise a man. He's already grown. I cannot stand you. At like a. Kay Michelle taught us something that she never taught us anything Anything else. (laughs) Kay Michelle taught us that we cannot raise a man. I feel like I wouldn't doubt Brett. I think Brett was hurt because you have to remember Brett said that he was in an engagement. And like in the engagement, um, they the one like I think he ended up getting cheated on while he was engaged or something like that. So Brett is hurt. He's going into this boy. So why are hurt. you doing it, sir? Like, but he said, but you know, people need to heal. He didn't go to therapy. Like withdraw. You know, he too. didn't. <laughs> now Woodrow would invite the the Woodrow had strippers and. <laughs> The strippers, I mean, were, yeah, the strippers were the strippers the henny and the strippers and then I realized wait this was mixed meaning like girls were in this boy old fathers and brothers was in this boy but you know Whitney is gonna go to therapy on Monday morning <laughs> so for that we appreciate brother Woody and we gonna get into how Bennett was for the foolishness Bennett was like Bennett I'm was, here Bennett was the strips are here we gonna do it, like, and that's just that on that. Bennett was the meat in between the sandwiches. He was enjoying his his time. Come on, Bennett was having big fun, and so I guess I would say my least couple least likely to make it would definitely be Christina and Henry, mm-hmm. but a strong well, not even a strong second, but the one that would probably throw me off, or I could see them not working out, would be Olivia and Brad. Yeah, yeah. I feel like corporately America is on the same page. Yeah. Like everybody's like, typically there's like some real thoughts to like mm-hmm. what may work, what may not work as far as couples. But I feel like America is like, yeah, this everybody's is on the same tip. Like this is what okay. it is. I feel like women are like when they look at this, women are like the only way Miles and Karen are gonna work out is if Karen screws it up. Yeah, because Miles are like he in it for the. Long run. He's the longest run. I was texting my friend. I was like, I need a miles. You know, Birmingham. Birmingham got any miles? He's I like, all we got is miles college. I said miles college is not good. He said, well, that's all we got. I mean, miles was rubbing feet right on miles. the first day. Miles was talking right. Miles he was, was giving medication. Sweet and nice. He was taking bobby pins out of head. Bobby pins out the head. Miles was doing pillows um, by the feet. Hair twists, doing bantu knots. Miles, Miles was, was doing makeup. <laughs> <laughs> Miles was doing Miles woke up and did care braids in the morning. Like, Miles do it all. <laughs> he does it but I wonder, does it take, like, an older woman to appreciate somebody like that? Like, do you think somebody mm-hmm. his age would sort of, like, take advantage of him? Based off that, in the sense of, like... Ooh, that's a good question. Like, you doing too much. Are you just, like, weak? Are you... Like, Karen said at the, at the beginning when she was having a... Oh, yeah, she's having a panic attack. She was, like, he's too emotional. And yeah. she was being very emotional. <laughs> she was, like, okay. But um, I just wonder if they, like... What does it yeah. take to like date a mouse? 
completely separated from the show. But like, does it take? Do you think it takes an older, more mature person to sort of appreciate? Yeah, the things that Val's have shown us so far. I think it does. Like, and I'll say this because I think about my Miles is twenty six, meaning like, I guess you can say in a typical world, dudes generally date under; they don't Mm -hmm. date over. Mm -hmm. So, well, you know, Mm -hmm. but. So, like, he would typically probably date somebody 23, 24, 25, mm-hmm. 26. Mm-hmm. Maybe, you know, depending on how he like it, mm-hmm. 20. But I do think that they would probably take advantage of him. Because it's like, if somebody's catering to me like this, he the type, I'm buying every meal when we go out on a date. Miles is the type, if you say your hair hurt, he coming with aspirin, my a dog. Hair massage. Yeah, feel me. All you got to do is mention that mention you on his on your cycle. He got to give back. You know, every month. I mean, he done sent flowers to the job. Like yeah. Miles is giving me. I'm sending flowers to the job. Yeah. I'm eating your mom's first month. Mm-hmm. Like Miles is giving me. You know, all of that. He give me coach for men. Like <laughs> all of that. And so, like, I feel like if I'm in my 22, 23, immature self. 22, 23. I'm not that age. But oh, I was okay. thinking, oh, okay. You know, in mindset. Wise, like, my I'm definitely 25. <laughs> but in my, even in my 25 year old mindset, like, I, if a, if a dude was treating me like this right now, I'd probably be like, oh, yeah, bet. Mm-hmm. But that's if I, I can see myself. Because I feel like Miles is the type, like, if he dates a woman that may be mindful and very, nice enough to realize like he mm-hmm. might be a sweet guy but he might not be the sweet guy for me mm-hmm. then she'll let him go mm-hmm. and let him find that person but girls will take advantage of people like mom yeah. like girls will literally be like oh i gotta do this by me whatever yeah. i want giving me what that's, i want yeah that's sort of why i raised the question because i can see like a yeah. lot of people who aren't either like mature in age and experience or like just like mature in wisdom would sort of like Take it, um, take advantage of of Miles and just like his sweetness and stuff like He's that, so sweet. and see it as a weakness and yeah. not as like like sis. Like this is what yeah. the girls like. This is the Russell. He's like the Russell Wilson. Yeah, and so guy, like Russell you, Wilson, like and the Russell guy, Wilson without the millions, <laughs> without the millions. So a little Russell Wilson. Come on, oh, but you know, like, and but the thing about it is. The perfect woman to kind of appreciate somebody like Miles is somebody who's dealt with somebody who was the complete yeah. opposite. Yeah. I.e. Sierra and Future. I.e. Karen and whoever she was with before. Yeah, because she said she had a hard, like, dating past. Yeah. Not to say it was, like, traumatic, but I guess it was, like, you know. No, it was traumatic. She said, like, the dude that she was with prior to, like, her long her longest relationship, the dude had a child oh. while they were together. So, yeah. This would probably work. I, I mean, and I think Sierra's older than um than Russell. Is she really? I think so. I mean, I see, let me Google it. Come on, ask Google Alicia, honey. Let me Google it. Sierra, Sierra, thirty-four. Okay, Russell Wilson, age thirty-one. You're right. Dang. Let me find out. I've discovered a trend. Hey, I told you, y'all be looking at me so crazy when I say I date under. That's crazy. I'm T. <laughs> Obviously, it is working. Karen out here got a miles at 20, at 30. She what, 31? Sis is like 30. Oh, wait, 31, <laughs> 30, whatever. Either way, she's in her 30s. Miles is 26. 
Sierra's 34. You didn't even know this until... I know, I'm telling y'all. I be knowing. I be giving y'all the keys, ladies. Not right now. If you're in your early 20s, do not date under. Please, God. But if you're still in your 30s, my guy, if you want your 30s, 31s, I mean the men's out there, think about a little 28, 27. It's it's different. It's literally different. Now, for me right now, I'm not dating under. Now, you know, I'm like, I'm not not talking to nobody. I'm not talking to a 20-year-old. Because I would be talking to a toddler. But... I do feel like, I mean, there's nothing wrong with dating somebody a year younger than you. As long as they don't look younger than me. That's my thing. Mm-hmm. If you look like a kid, I can't talk to you. <laughs> but if you look like a grown man, you just so happen to be a year or two yeah. younger than me, I can live with that. Yeah. I can do I can do 95 before August 22nd. You're the worst. <laughs> that is young, child. We are still figuring out life. Get back. Get back. But, yeah. So... Karen and Miles, the only way they're not working out is if something happens with Karen mm-hmm. not wanting to be with Miles. Because Miles is in it for the long run. And if that happens, Miles, you can take your talents to Birmingham. You know, and when he said that there were women that wasn't, like, when he said that there were women, he felt like women his age weren't ready for his type of commitment. I literally was like, you in the wrong city. Because if you come to Birmingham and you join anybody's local church, I mean, you will be married before the end of I that mean, week. I mean, like you come on Sunday, Tuesday, the dress is here, <laughs> I the mean, cake is ordered. Hello. We are just waiting for Saturday afternoon. Get so into it. Now, now. Get into it. I was just like, sorry, you're in the wrong city. You in yeah. New Orleans. Big fakes. But yeah. Great show. So much just the great show. Good job, experts. Great. Thanks. The experts did so good this year. But I think, okay, and I was telling my other friend this, I personally feel like because they did such a good job, there's not going to be a lot of content that's going to be, like, juicy. Like, I feel like last season Mm -hmm. was boring because it was just boring. Mm -hmm. But, like, well, I'll say season nine was really good because it was a lot of juicy content with the right couple. Yeah. Like, okay, the fact that they kept Iris virginity a mainstay in that season, to this day, I don't understand why the they virginity should have got a check because it was <laughs> definitely a cast member. The virginity had more play than Iris <laughs> on the show. I but I digress. And so, like, with that, but, like, Amber and Matt and all that foolishness, and then you had somebody like Beth who was just yelling and cutting the yeah. food with Jamie, and everybody was like, oh, we know this ain't finna work. Yeah. And then they actually still together. Yeah, I feel like this episode, this season, like, restores hope in the actual Show series. and the so validity. I feel like they need this season mm-hmm. so that people can, like, not take the show as a joke. And turn it into that kind yeah. of bad girls club reality show, yeah. but to leave the purpose is so what they, yeah, and That's not good. to turn it into like, oh yeah, we not getting it, but like no, like yeah. this is not that show, like wrong network, you gotta go to VH1 for that, like period, it's not what we do on Lifetime, so like to you know to keep mm-hmm. the validity, like you said of the show, I think that they're trying to like, yeah, like, fingers crossed, like God, please let at least three people stay married, so, yeah. Like, when we do it the next time, we can People have testimonials. Yeah. Because out of 11 seasons, and I don't even think you have 11 couples still together, that's like... Yeah. Like, that's know. terrible. That's Like, you don't even have 10% out of 11 seasons, which is like, what? That's dang near... Yeah. 
They do a season every year? They do a season every year at least. And so sometimes they do two. That's at least, let's just say, bare minimum, that's so five years, six years. And you don't even have, like, close to, mm-hmm. not even one person from every single season. Like Yeah. The reason why they be so heavy on Jamie Notice is because that was their first ever time doing this. And that's the only couple that's, like, yeah. still together. Yeah. So, I believe they're trying to, like, restore... Yeah, because honestly, I, th- I don't think anybody's marriage blasted. I wouldn't have wanted anybody's marriage blasted. <laughs> because between Mika and Michael, you know, and what was that other? No, it did. Somebody did. Austin and oh, they the, deserve. Yeah, they I deserve. Like they deserve each other. Yeah. One girl, Gus was divorced in the show. What was it? Uh, and what was her yeah. name? The one who the boy didn't find her attractive. Oh, I felt so hot. Oh, that was. I, but I knew he didn't find her attractive from the jump. Yeah. I could tell. I was like, she looks a lot older. He seems very like he like people who are short, yeah. shorter than him, and all this. And she was giving me inches. He seems and... like he likes the sort of pageant queen. Mm-hmm. I was Miss Alabama team for thirteen years. Bad. And she was more like the like I like hiking. Like I'm kind of like yeah, I like to have fun. Yeah, I'm like, kind of weird and goofy. like I can give you beat. If necessary, like I'm really not trying to. Yeah. But I can if that's like what you need. But yeah. Like, Facts. Yeah. She just seemed like I'm just like to get up and go. Like, you Facts. know. So. Yeah. But yeah, so I think they're trying to restore faith in the show. And I think they're going to do it this this season. So. Totally agree. Fingers crossed. Fingers crossed. Fingers crossed. Fingers crossed. All right. So to end the potty. We got to get into the final five. Y'all thought we forgot about the final five, child. We might get rid of everything else. Come on, hold up, wait a minute, But y'all. the board will still be here. Period. <laughs> so, basically, with the final five, um, I don't know. Like, if I could be very honest with you guys, I really have been having a very rough time lately, just with a lot of different things going on in my life. But, um... I don't know, like, when I when Bree just asked me, did you have anything? I really didn't. And then this verse popped up in my head, and I was like, well, maybe this will bless somebody. So, you know, y'all bear with me. No rehearse, just straight. Straight Bible, straight thought. Um, so, basically, the verse that came to my mind and my heart was Luke 145. And it's, blessed, blessed is she who has believed that the Lord will fulfill his promise to her. And the context of this is basically... Um, when Mary was told about um, how she had um, Jesus and basically how she was um, pregnant. And of course, I mean, obviously Mary had never had sex and for her to find out that she was, but um, for her, for this verse, I mean, you can say I take it out of context, whatever, but this is what it came to my heart. It was really like believing in what God has said to you is supposed to happen for your life. Um, or just believing God's promise for your life, whether that's in his word or it's a promise that's been spoken over you from a, from a young age and not doubting. Um, I think the beautiful thing about God is a lot of what we do as believers is entangled with belief. Like I hate to use that word entangled right now, but it's structured (laughs) in belief. Like we literally, like we cannot... Like, we literally, it's so hard. Literally, it's like you cannot serve God without faith. Like, you have to have some level of faith. You have to have some 
heart level of belief. Like it literally said that Abraham was counted righteous because he believed. It wasn't because Abraham did anything. Abraham made a lot of mistakes. Abraham did a lot of shady things. Let's be honest. I mean, my God, God told you you were having a son by your older wife and you decided to listen to your wife who didn't know nothing about what God had told you and you end up having a, having a child with somebody else. But I digress. But because he was, because he believed in what God had promised him and what God had said over his life, he was counted as righteous. And so I don't know like who this is for. It might just really be for me. So y'all can skip this if y'all want to. But there is power in believing. There is power in, 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 in just standing in what the promise of God is for your life, you know? And sometimes you don't want to stand in it. And to be honest, if I could be very transparent, a lot of times you don't even believe it for yourself. Like, sometimes God has to use people around you to help you rem help remind you of who you are or what he has promised you. Like... I mean, I can say even like with Bree, like early this week, I literally was struggling. I mean, literally did not believe anything that God had said about my life. I did not believe anything, any of his promises. At this point, I felt like it was just like, it was too late for me. Like I just kept hearing that, like it's too late for you. It's too late, like you can't do it anymore. Like God's moved on, da, 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 da. And it took God using my sister Bree to get me out of that you know, and praying for me, like, and you may be at a place where you just feel like it's too late for you, or you may feel like it's time for you to give up, or you want to give up, don't give up, like, even if you don't see the results so quickly, like, do not give up, like, stand firm, like, find this verse for you, even if it's Luke 145, and just speak it over your life, like, remember, like, rehearse and remember, remind yourself and remind yourself of what God has told you. You're not crazy. What you heard in your quiet time, you're not crazy. God said that to you. Like God promised you that that thing. I'm not going to go into all of the list of things. Y'all know what God promised y'all. But it's like God said that. He spoke that to you directly. And so nobody else has to believe it. But you have to believe it. You have to know what God has spoken to you in the quiet moments of your uh, of your time with him or in your heart or in your spirit you have to know that and you have to stand in it and it's going to be hard sometimes it's going to be times where you're just like god i've given up or god i feel like i'm supposed to give up or god i feel like it's too late for me or god i feel like there's nothing else i can do or there's nothing else that you can do or it's just i've done too much i've messed too much stuff up but it's not too late like it's not too late like if god told you to write that book write that book if god told you to fast fast because whatever God is telling you to do in this season is for a purpose it's for a plan it's for a reason and so don't lose hope like don't lose faith um and just and just don't 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 not believe it's as crazy as that sounds it doesn't even make any grammatical sense but don't not believe because literally you're just allowing the enemy to win and the man is treacherous so don't allow that man to land. Like, do not, don't, please, I want to use another term, but I do not want to. I know I slipped out earlier in the podcast, but I, do not allow this man to land in your life. So I pray that this bless somebody. If it didn't bless nobody, it definitely blessed me, child, because I needed to hear that from my own mouth. But I pray that this bless you guys. I hope you guys enjoyed this podcast. I hope that um, you all have an amazing week. Definitely share, like this podcast, share it with your friends, share it with your family, especially, and go watch the show. I mean, child, because the show is the, the ghetto, but we love it. <laughs> and that's that on that. So, on that case, that's it. 
so hard to say goodbye, guys. It is. However. Bye. Bye, guys. <laughs> <laughs>